This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, this is Jeff Fisher. We'll get to the podcast. First, though, what if there was a progressive liberal phone company targeting conservative candidates and organizations? Would you want to switch to a conservative phone company to help fight against their liberal agenda or do nothing and accept that as the cost of owning a phone? Well, now you can take action. That's why Patriot Mobile was created. Patriot Mobile offers nationwide talk, text, and high-speed 4G LTE data and donates up to 5% of your monthly bill to a conservative organization of your choice. You get the same quality service, the latest and greatest phones, along with competitive prices. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze or call 877-367-7524. Finally, a mobile phone company that supports the conservative values that you believe in. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze or call 877-367-7524. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. All right, here's your chance. 888-900-3393. Get it off your chest. Was it an endorsement or was it not? The headline, Cruz makes it official. Endorses former rival Trump. That's the headline. In a lengthy Facebook post Friday afternoon, Cruz said that he will cast his vote in November for Trump. After many months of careful consideration and prayer and searching, I've made this decision for two reasons. First, last year I promised to support the Republican nominee, and I intend to keep my word. Second, even though I have had areas of significant disagreement with our nominee. And that's very uh, nicely put. <laughs> uh, significant disagreement. Uh, areas of significant disagreement with our nominee. By any measure, Hillary Clinton is wholly unacceptable. That's why I have always been never Hillary The Texas senator continued to lay out the six key policy differences that informed his decision to eventually vote for the man he once referred to as utterly amoral and a pathological liar. Those policy issues include the Supreme Court, national security, the Affordable Care Act, immigration, energy, and internet freedom, and it goes on he continues with giving explanations of his six key policy differences and why he will vote for the republican nominee it is not a ringing endorsement i will give you that Uh, many people including myself did not think that ted cruz would do that um While I know that it's never Hillary, uh, Hillary is bad, Uh, you know, so is Donald Trump. But is he as bad as Hillary? Apparently, Senator Cruz does not believe that. One of the biggest, um, before we get to some Facebook reactions to uh, the post, of Ted Cruz uh, endorsing or at least saying he was going to vote for Ted vote for Donald Trump which there have been uh, a lot of good and a lot of bad 
Very interesting uh, posts, I will say, on Twitter and Facebook. Not the least of which came from Steve Dace. Um, you can check out Steve at stevedace.com. Uh, I'll post the link up on uh, at Jeffy MRA and uh, Jeff Fisher Radio. Steve uh, joining me on the broadcast now. Steve, you've been one of the biggest voices um, eh, against Donald Trump uh, for quite some time. Uh, I, you've had almost 24 hours now. Not quite. I'll, I'll give you it hasn't been a full day to digest uh, everything that has uh, taken place. And it really wasn't a full ringing endorsement. Um, have you digested it or are you still throwing up? <laughs> Good morning, Jeff. Um, the answer to your question is yes, uh, all of the above. Um, <laughs> you know, um, what's going to be fascinating about this moving forward? And in this line of work, when you do what we do, um, and you try to do it honestly, and let's face it, a lot of people in our line of work don't try to do it honestly. They try to do it for themselves. Huh. Intellectual honesty is very difficult um, to sustain in this line of work. And, and I think it's really, it's not just because of temptations to sell out. It's really because we're human and we have relationships. And, sure. and those relationships, on one hand, give you access that other people don't, so you know things they don't know, and that gives you an informed opinion they don't have. On the other hand, though, because of that relationship, maybe you project things on that person that they aren't or they're not capable of. And so, you know, it both confuses and clarifies at the same sure. time. And sure. I know Ted Cruz very well, and we are very good friends. And, and so on the polit- for me, I look at, I've got to look at this two different ways. On the, on the one hand, politically, I, I mean everything that I wrote for Conservative Review yesterday. I wouldn't take back a word. In fact, I think the fallout yesterday might have been worse for this than I had feared. Uh-huh. Um, but um, I also have to recognize politically, that Ted, and I think we all should, that up until this moment, the only politician I can think of that's a national leader, and we can debate whether Mike Lee has reached that level yet or not. I and mean, if he hasn't, he's rapidly approaching it. So you could probably put him in this group too. Sure. But um, the, the list of people who've never let us down, who always did the right thing when it was hard, up until this moment, includes Ted Cruz. Correct. In fact, he might be at the top of the list. I think we shouldn't forget that. The other, the other political opportunity Cruz has to rectify this with people is – you know, yeah, two, let me give you two baseball players, Hall of Famers, caught in a steroid scandal. Mark McGuire and Alex Rodriguez. Now, the problem Mark McGuire had, Jeff, is that the, the scandal came out when his playing days were done, so he couldn't continue building a resume. It was the last word on his career. Right. On the other hand, A-Rod went out there and hit 200 more home runs. He led the Yankees to another World Series, so, he, so he's been able to repair his image to at least some A little extent. bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think, you know, the one the one advantage Cruz has is he still has a title. He still has uh, he still has an opportunity to go out there and fight for the principles that people believe in more than. And that's really why we're in this anyway. As conservatives. Most of us are here to, for the principles and not for a person. So he has a chance to rectify that to some degree. Um, then there's what I think is a friend. And um, the thing I'll just tell you about Ted Cruz that everybody gets wrong. And I mean, everybody is that he is not calculating. And I think the way that this went down clearly indicates that. That, that if anything, Ted Cruz needs to be far more cunning and far more calculating. <laughs> and, 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 and I think that the, the Ted Cruz I know, and since I go, I, I, without divulging anything, I know how this process went down. 
this is, this guy actually just kind of does what he thinks is right at that given time. And if anything, doesn't actually factor in the political ramifications. Like when he said, vote your conscience, I don't think he considered what would happen if Donald Trump walked on the floor and used that as an opportunity to box him in and make it look like Ted was actually speaking out against Trump specifically. I don't think he game plan that out. And so I, I think that in this case, it's probably time for the Ted Cruz that a lot of people think his detractors think is calculating. I think going forward, he probably needs to be a little bit more like that, Jeff. I, I, I don't disagree with that. I mean, and look, he even he even said in his in his post that it was, you know, many months of careful consideration and prayer and searching his own conscience. I get that. And he, he didn't it really wasn't even an endorsement more as just it could never be Hillary. And so we've got to vote for Trump or at least I do um, was his comment. Um, I, I don't know. I didn't think he would ever do it. I got to tell you, I don't know. And I know, uh, you know, I get it. I mean, you you uh, obviously uh, know him, uh, you know, better than I do, um, that, uh, you know, he is under enormous pressure uh, doing his daily job, let alone this. And so he's got to try to. Uh, pardon me, Jeff. I think I think that is something that I'm, I think both of our audiences don't even begin to understand. And I don't mean donor pressure. But right. I, I, I don't think Ted Cruz gives two rips about that stuff. What I mean is when, when conservative leaders from major organizations that helped you get elected, that are your friends, your support network, that are the people you fight for policy with, that you share a, a you know, you get into the trenches with, when they call you up and call you out and say, I'm deeply disappointed, I can't believe this, um, I think... It's that's the political equivalent of a Dear John letter from when you're on the war front. OK, right. and he has re- he has received more of these than anything else. And I think that's that's the, that's the part about this that disappoints me is, first of all, this guy's not going to win. Secondly, even if he does, and I think there's probably about a 20 percent chance, even if he does, um, I think he'll he will he will waste no time whatsoever showing he doesn't stand for us. On any level whatsoever, he only stands for himself. And that's the part about this that is so disconcerting, is that there's no one thing kidding. we've learned in this election, Jeff, there is no conservative movement. There's just conservatives who are essentially a front group for the Republican Party. Yeah, I mean, no you can say you're conservative, conservative all you movement. want. Yeah. yeah, you can say it all you want. There, there's really only two movements, Republican and Democrat. And you have to assimilate to the Borg. It, it, there's a, it's really a two-party duopoly. I think a lot of these people were angry at Cruz because – they wanted him to validate them and their decision to go out with, Absolutely. And with Trump. And, Absolutely. And, and, I, and I think that's where a lot of that pressure came from. And I think that is whatever you think of Cruz's decision. And I think everybody knows what I think. And I can trust. Trust me. Ted knows what I think. But whatever you think of Ted's decision, the problem that we would the idea that our system, our own movement, forget the party establishment and all these other terms we use, our own movement would take maybe the best champion it has produced in a generation. And beat him down, wear him down to the nub so that he's putting out a Facebook post on a Friday news dump to say, fine, I give in. I think that that is a systemic problem with the conservative movement that goes well beyond whatever you think about this moment from Ted Cruz. Our, our movement is very sick. Boy, that <laughs> you are 100 percent correct. Now, let me ask you this. OK, so the country is in, you know, a huge disarray. At least many believe that. Um, you know, way back in, uh, I don't know what year it was, in the 80s, 
a band called Alan Parsons Project asked the question, where do we go from here? I'll ask you, where do we go from here? I think at this point now, I think everybody would be wise to stop slinging arrows at one another on both sides of the vote for Trump, never Trump. I, I think it would be wise for everybody just make the decision they want to make on November the 8th. And, you know, my mama taught me when an asteroid is hurling towards Earth, get out of the way. Okay, so I, I think we're, we've spent too much time this summer and into fall, Jeff, looking up at the asteroid hurling towards us in the sky, wondering, is it going to land here or land there? Should, you know, should I be on one side of it, the other side of it? We should get the hell out of there. Okay, so between now and November 8th, run. Let, let, <laughs> let, let Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump and Providence decide this. Nobody spend one more scintilla of their political capital on two miscreants that shouldn't be anywhere near the White House. And just and let the American people and Providence have their say. And then once the asteroid hits on November the 8th and the results and the death toll is counted, we'll get up on November the 9th, figure out how bad and systemic and cataclysmic was the event. And then I think you assess it based on the damage at that moment. I think that's when we answer that question. Okay, I mean, that's fair. That's definitely fair. Now, you you talk about the asteroid hurling toward the planet. Um, You know, really, a lot of times we can't get off the planet. Okay, so we're going to get hit. It doesn't matter. So since we're going to get hit, uh, quick a side note, uh, Monday we've got the debates coming up. Is he, is, uh, is, does, do cankles wobble and fall down, or does she stand and be strong for the debate? I think what's going to be fascinating about this debate, and, and um, this is my analysis just as a guy who's a political science guy and a junkie for this stuff, regardless of my opinions. What, what I think is going to be fascinating is we've never had two candidates as systemically vulnerable as these two are here on the national stage. Everybody has weaknesses. It's called the human condition. But these two have weaknesses you can't shield from. I mean, Hillary cannot shield from her dishonesty because it it goes right to the root of her own job. It's not Bill Clinton's private life. It's the way she performed as a public official. Yeah, I mean, it goes to the core. So it's going to his core, too. Yes, because it's it's the persona he's crafted as a candidate. So they can't run away from it. And, and that's why I believe in this first debate especially, I think you're going to see both sides go into a prevent defense. I think they're going to – I think Trump has stabilized his candidacy. Hillary is, has clearly established herself as the favorite. I think both of them right now want to get through 90 minutes in front of the American people without a mistake, without making themselves more vulnerable than they already are. I think they will each go out of their way to not engage each other, to look presidential, and, and try to create essentially a stalemate and then assess where things are at for the final month of the campaign. That's what I think you will see on Monday. Uh, certainly, that certainly makes sense, although I don't want to see that. Damn it, I want to see a fight, Steve. Well, you know what's funny about this, Jeff, is I think, I think the interest in this election is at an all-time high, but the enthusiasm for it is at an all-time low. I've used this analogy yeah. in my own radio show. Yeah. That I think we have conflated interest with, with participation. Like, when I'm driving down the interstate and there's a 25-car pileup, I slow down to see him pulling the bodies out of the wreckage. I'm interested. But yeah, I don't you don't want to participate, though. Car. Yeah, I don't drive my car into the pileup to participate in it, okay? <laughs> so I think a lot, I think 100 million people want to watch this because they want to see the train wreck. I, I think less than 50% of the American people want to actually vote. I don't disagree with that at all. Probably less than that. I mean, it'd probably, I would be surprised to see 40. Anyway, Steve Dace, thank you very much. I appreciate you coming on. I know you're busy. It's a Saturday. Go be with the family. SteveDace.com. Uh, I know uh, everything is going, uh, I hope everything is going well for you. Uh, you know, you've got the new book release, Nefarious Plot. I mean, well, I, uh, the last I heard about the book, it was uh, doing 
fairly well, and I love the story. So the movie rights will be to you very soon. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate it. God bless you. <laughs> hey, this is Jeff Fisher. Let me tell you about this, and then we'll get to the show, okay? If you're in the market for a new mattress, Casper.com slash Fisher should be the next website you visit. Casper created one perfect mattress that sold directly to you at a shockingly fair price, eliminating the need to endure one of those commissioned salesman mattress stores with inflated prices. Casper shipped for free right to your door, delivered in a sleek, how the heck did it fit in their box? You just let it unfold, and there you have it. One of the most supportive sleep surfaces ever designed, hassle-free. Casper, made in America. Time Magazine named it one of the best inventions of 2015. Obsessively engineered with breathable latex and memory foams that are combined for just the right sink and just the right bounce. Try Casper for 100 nights risk-free. You don't love it? They'll pick it up, refund you everything. Right now, get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash fisher. Casper.com, promo code Fisher. 